It's that time of year again. Mercer Island basketball is back. The 2022-2024 season is here, and expectations are high for both the boys and girls basketball teams. You're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, the home of Mercer Island basketball broadcasting. Welcome back to KMIH Mercer Island 88.9 FM. Welcome back to Pebble Pavilion, home of the Mercer Island Islanders, and it is time for Mercer Island Boys Varsity High School Basketball Senior Night against the 10-8 Interlake Saints. Mercer Island coming into this game 11-7. I'm Joe Schleifer, joined by Ben Krieger and Justin Beanstalk. Guys, what are your picks to click tonight down on the court? Well, I mean, we we saw it in the, the girls' game. It was all about the seniors, and, we, of course, Caitlin Monaghan had that great scoring performance, 42 Absolutely. points. For on the for the boys this time, I think it, once again, is going to be all about the seniors, and my pick to click is going to be the captain, number 23, Nick Matone, scoring around 11 points per game, and he's been one of the crucial leaders for this team. Absolutely. That's understandable. I have to agree with Benjamin here. I mean, I have to think that the seniors are going to absolutely lead this game. Also, do think that Mercer Island will destroy here. And that is Justin Beanstalk, the freshman. It's getting loud up in here and getting hyped as our Mercer Island marching band, yes, the one that went to New York for the Macy's Day Parade, hypes up our team and our student section on their way to play in their senior night. Very emotional night for a lot of these guys as this could be their last home game of their high career. Yeah, I mean, Mercer Island obviously hoping to punch their ticket into that. Uh, King County 3A playoffs. They would need to pretty much, you know, win out to do that. They have good odds. They're currently sitting fourth in the league standings. Interlake is just right behind at fifth. So this is going to be a neck-and-neck matchup. Absolutely. It's going to be a very different game than the one we just saw where it was a blowout. The Interlake squad is looking good this year. They're 10-8, not the 11-7 record Mercer Island has, but also not an 0-8 record like the girls team. Uh, and it is senior night, so there's a lot to prove tonight. A lot of, you know, fear going in this game. A lot of anger, but a lot of, a lot of, you know, hope. Because oh, winning this game means going to the playoffs. Yeah, student section is hyped. They're on their feet. Nice performance there from the band. Everyone is just on their feet and ready right now for this senior night boys basketball matchup. Everybody is just so excited about senior night. Absolutely, and we'll take a quick break as they announce our seniors. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School Basketball. Broadcasted live from 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to Pebble Pavilion. I'm Joe Schleicher, joined by Ben Krieger and Justin Beanstalk. And we're about, it's almost time for tip-off. The teams are getting warmed up. Both sides getting locked in. Threes are going in. Layups are going in. It looks like we're in for a game tonight. Absolutely. This is going to be an exciting matchup. And we just saw a wonderful senior celebration. Obviously, Mercer Island, seven seniors, not to mention uh, senior manager for the team, so that was a really nice thing. Got some photos with parents and really nice celebration there. This is a huge moment for all the players tonight, and with the senior uh, regular season regular season wrapping up, Mercer Island will have two regular season games to go, but they can punch their ticket to the playoffs with a win here tonight. Absolutely, in the standing room only with the band and suit section, it is about to get loud and rowdy inside Pebble Pavilion. Yeah. 
We're going to get some starters here soon, and I would assume that Mercer Island's going to have all grade 12s out tonight. I believe so, yeah. We are a senior-heavy team, so hopefully we get to see at least all the seniors starting. Hopefully they do one team at a time this time. The balance between was a little interesting. Oh, yeah, that was a little confusing. But we'll see what happens. Each, uh, each PA announcer likes to do it their own way. And Justin, as a freshman on board for this game, what are you looking for in the game tonight? Uh, right now, I'm looking for a win. To be honest, uh, even though this is my first time on the radio, I'm super excited to see what the high school basketball team can really do against a good team, just like Interlake. So oh, yeah. I'm really hoping the, senior, the seniors have fun, that the student section gets really crazy. I hope that it just brings the Mercer Island atmosphere that brings to every single game. Absolutely. Absolutely go Dares. Well, as we wait for the starting lineups to be announced, it looks like Mercer Island, from the looks of it, the guys on the bench waiting to get up and go are all seniors. So that's going to be exciting to see all of our seniors start tonight. It's looking like, I believe, Captains Ryan Boyle and potentially Seaver, or Nick, I believe it's Nick, Brian Boyle Nick, and Nick Maltone Nick have yeah. stepped down starting tonight to give their fellow seniors a shot at getting their starts because yeah. they have started all season. They've racked up stats, racked up points. So really showing that team player mindset of Absolutely. letting your brothers mm -hmm. go. Just, just some great teamwork and great chemistry from all these seniors and really selfless decisions there from, from Matone and, and Boyle to let their other fellow seniors start. And we're start. getting the starting lineup. Number one from Mercer Island, Oliver Bellin, the senior. First from Mercer Island, and it looks like we're going staggered as well from Interlake. I believe they've also started number one, Clark Tonin, the junior from Interlake. Next up for Interlake, number two, Dante Henton, the sophomore. From Mercer Island, number two, Seaver Langton. Our first captain of the night to start. Now for Interlake. And it's going to be number five, Robert Kelly, the senior. Now for Mercer Island, number four. And it's looking like we got Spencer Kornblum, number four, Mercer Island, another senior. Yeah. We're having a senior-heavy, much more mature starting lineup. We got some big men out there, too, size and height difference-wise. Interlake is now starting number 11, Shelton Henton. This is a and he's a forward and also a junior. From Mercer Island, our own number 11, we got Grayson Condor, a 5'9 guard, and another senior out there tonight. And to finish it up for Interlake, number 22, Max Bernal. They're forward and another senior. And to finish us off, last but not least, we got Big Murphy himself, Max Murphy, number 25, finishing up the senior starting lineup for Mercer Island. Yeah, you love to see it. And Mercer Island, they've got a couple uh, multi-sport athletes. And, Joe, I'm sure you know this. They, we've got a couple football players out on the court tonight. I do, I do, yeah. We got, uh, we got Spencer Kornblum, Max Murphy, Ryan Boyle. Those guys dog out on the football field. Oh, yeah. They dog out on the basketball court. They're just athletes, doesn't matter where they were. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of a break for the national anthem. Stay tuned. I cannot wait to go skiing this season. Diabetes Make sure to is ski. a deadly disease that either severely limits or completely stops your body from producing insulin, a vital hormone that manages your blood sugar. Without competent insulin levels, blood sugar will stay in your bloodstream. This can lead to a host of issues, including kidney and nerve damage, foot damage severe enough to prompt an amputation in the worst cases, and heart disease. 
rate of diabetes in children significantly increased during the pandemic and has stayed at that point. Researchers say the reasons for diabetes are the same as those that cause some of the most well-known health issues for children and teens, such as obesity. This can be blamed on lower activity levels in junk food like snacks and soda. Improving the diet and activity levels of our youth will help to reduce these health problems and increase both quality and length of life. For more information about diabetes and obesity, look at the National Institute of Health. I'm Curtis Johnston, English teacher at Mercer Island High School, and I love KMIH 88.9. I listen to KMIH every morning and every afternoon. I love the creativity. Every show is different, but every show is awesome. Keep listening. Hayden, stop. What? What are you doing throwing that can away? What do you mean? That's the wrong bin. You know there's a recycling bin for that, right? No, I didn't know that, but why do I need to throw it in the recycling bin? What's the difference? Always make sure you put your litter in the right bin. If you don't, it's polluting the earth. Every piece of litter in our environment matters. Wow, I didn't know that. I'll make sure I throw things away in the right bins next time. Remember to think twice before throwing things away because every piece of litter counts. Hi, I'm Miss Forrester. I teach... For Mercer Island High School, Mercer Island Boys Varsity Basketball getting ready to tip off in a couple of seconds right now. And it looks like we're sending our big man, Max Murphy, number 25, facing off against number 11, Shelton Henson, the junior from Interlake. Yeah, this both is- are bigs, both are towering well above six foot, with Henson sitting at 6'5 and Max Murphy sitting at 6'5 as well. So it's a pretty even matchup. Max is a football player, very explosive, able to get up there and not afraid to put his shoulder into somebody. Oh, yeah, this guy is intimidating. I mean, on, on, not only on the pass rush, but on the court, and this is going to be exciting to see tonight. Absolutely. And this time we do have a regulation-approved uh, basketball in play. <laughs> if you guys weren't tuned in for the girls' varsity game, we did not have a legal basketball in for the tip-off, which was... A little bit of a doohickey, but yeah, yeah little, we'll see what happens yeah. with this one. You oh, never know. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, grab the same ball. ball inflation fiasco. A little Tom Brady situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deflate gate situation going on. Uh, you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but, yeah, this should be a very even matchup, even on the tip-off here. And Mercer Allen's got to watch out for this guy, Shelton Henson, averaging 27 points a game wow. for this Interlake Saints team. Yeah, he is the Interlake Nick Maltone. Oh, yeah. Tip-off. Ball is passed back to Henton. From, it's Henton to Henton. The oh, brothers yeah. are in passing around. Brotherly duo here on now the floor. Now it's Henton to Tonin. Number 11, Big Henton. We're calling Big Henton for three. And drains it from deep it. downtown. Looks like they gave the point to the Islanders by accident. <laughs> it looks like Oliver with the ball. Bell to Condor. Condor to Murphy. Murphy to Cornblum. Cornblum out to Bellin. Back out to Cornblum. Cornblum for, for three. And he drains it. It's a three off. We're going with Big Henton now. Shelton passing the ball off to Conan. Conan passing the ball off to number 22, Burhan now. back to Shelton. Shelton looking for his brother and he finds him. Smaller Henton. Pass intended for Shelton goes out of bounds. Definitely a lot of uh, passing back and forth. Brotherly love, so to speak, trying to get each other the ball. Unfortunately, he overshot it. And we're going to get pass in from Tonin. Tonin to Big Henton. Back to Tonin for three. And Tonin drains it. 
six to three, the Saints starting out of the gate hot, much different than much different vibe than the girls' game. Condor to Murphy, Murphy to Condor, Condor out to Blanktop, and three is no good for Blanktop. Small Henton to Tony, Tony to Big Henton, Henton for two, and he gets it up with a nice layup, putting eight points on the board. Bella now speeding up out to Cornblum. Cornblum back to Bellin. Bellin telling his teammates where to go. Ball got past the Seaver, back to Cornblum, and now out to Murphy. Condor driving up the middle. Oh, it's passed and tipped out of bounds by number five, Robert Kelly. It's going to be Mercer Island ball. And already things are off to a really quick start. Both of these teams play aggressive on offense. We saw it on the other side of the court. Henton just forcing his way inside, and now Mercer Island has a chance to do so. Bellin passes it to Lincoln. Lincoln driving up out to Kornblum. Kornblum driving through the middle, looks for two, passes it back out to Bellin. Bellin driving up. Goes for a step back two and just banks it out of there. No good, and it looks like they're giving it to Mercer Island. Tipped out by number 11, Shelton Henton. Mercer ball right in the paint, giving them great court, um, court domination. Mercer Island's violent, and they're very aggressive once they get in there, especially Seaver. He likes driving and using his speed. Back to Bellin. Bellin out and deep. Spencer jumping up to grab the ball. Cornblum passes it back. Back to Cornblum for three. Drains it, nothing but net, and the crowd goes wild. Six to eight, two-point lead for the Saints, but Mercer Island is clapping right on back. Yeah, back-to-back -back threes for Cornblum, just no hesitation from the multi-sport athlete. Henton driving up, out to Bernahau. Bernahau travels the ball, and it's going to be back to Mercer Island. And this is what Mercer Island does so well, just collapsing and swarming the Saints on defense inside the hoop. Charging up the court, Seaver to Condor. Condor to Murphy. Murphy out to Cornblum. Cornblum finds Bellin. Bellin's going to drive up and can't get through. He's going to look for pass. Pass it out to Seaver. Seaver back to Bellin. Bellin's commanding this Mercer offense. Gives it to Murphy, the big man. Murphy goes to Cornblum. Cornblum drives up. Steps back for two. And drains it. Tying the game. Great basketball IQ. What do you have to say about that, guys? I mean, although the Interlake had the lead, I think Marcelon is completely in control of this game at this point. I mean, it's been a battle. Uh, just three-pointers, two-pointers. Like, we're making our shots, they're making their shots. It's been great, but I think Marcelon is going to come out with a win. And Berhanel air balls a three. That, that might have been a... And the Marcelon is chirping, yelling air ball. That, that might have been a, a little bit of the uh, announcer's curse. So that's, a, that's a rite of passage, Justin, so... Uh, <laughs> Hey, you know what? It There's happens. an air ball by Interlake. No biggie. Bellin with the ball. Out. Now Ryan Boyle's in the game. Condor back to Cornblum. Boyle tries to set up screen. Cornblum pops it up for two again. Cornblum already having. Let's see if they update it. He's got seven points on the game right now. Big Henton passes it to Little Henton. Now over to Tonin. Tonin looking for a brother out there. Can't find him. Finds Henton deep in the backcourt. Henton for three, and he drains it. Early on already, Shelton Henton's already showing his dominant shooting, and his, he's got unbelievable technique, and he's able to finish really well. All right, Seaver with the ball. Out to Bellin. Bellin to Boyle. Boyle looking. Driving up, out to Oliver Bellin. Bellin for three, and he drains it, nothing but net. 
Mercer Island hot from three-point land. I believe we're going to see a game of sharpshooters. Shelton heading up the court, charging through. Cannot finish with the layup. Boyle with the ball now. Passes it to Condor. Condor slowing it down, passes it back to Boyle. Boyle drives up, and he passes it out to Bellin. Bellin to Condor. Condor for three, and he misses it. Shelton now driving up the court. Shelton to number five, Robert Kelly, who puts it up for two. Excellent court vision there from Henton. Just he's, he's not only a great scorer, but an excellent distributor with the assist. Boyle with the ball now. That's a lane shot. Lane shot to Bellin. Bellin for three. And just barely bricks it. Great rebound by Spencer Cormblum. Cormblum back out to Bellin. Looking for his teammate. Calling the pick and roll right here. Wraps it around. And it's a fake. Bellin now charging up the middle. Out to Cornblum. Cornblum looking for someone. Finds Bellin in the, in the outside in the corner. Looking. Bellin passes it off to Langtot. Now to Boyle. Bellin back with the ball. Out to Cornblum. Cornblum driving up. Loses the ball. Gets it back and drains a step back for two. Number 11, Shelton Henton. Goes for a pass to his brother, unable to complete it, and it is picked, tipped out of bounds by our own Oliver Bellin. Yeah, no, already some chance for Spencer Kornblum having a fantastic start. Nine points on that game so far. His game is just sh so shifty. He's able to, you know, get a little bit of pump fake action, a little bit of a hezzy crossover, and he gets inside, and excellent just mid-range shots there. And they just subbed in uh, juniors. Will McDonald and Tristan Cruzen. All right. Out to number 23, Julian Doliov. And we got Tonin. Tonin to Doliov. Doliov out to number 35, Brady Diedrichson. Diedrichson out to Henton. Henton goes for a buzzer beater and airballs it. And they're calling shot clock on it, so not saying it was out fast enough. Either way, it's going to be Mercer Island ball. Same starting position to receiver passing into Tristan. Cruising with the ball. Taking it nice and slow off the court. Out to Boyle. Boyle back to Cruising. Cruising getting shifty, drives in. Now out to our big man, Nick Maltone. Maltone goes up for two and barely gets it, misses it. Bounces right off the rim into the hands of number 23, Doliov. Doliov to Tonin. Tonin driving up for that two. Can't find it. Passes it back to Doliov. Doliov to number, is that number 11? Shelton is, shoots it up, misses it, and it's a brick. Now Tonin looking for three, drives up. Passes it back out to the other Henton. And Henton drains it for three. Both these teams just fearless from beyond the arc. All these three-point shots have been going in. Ball to Cruzen. Cruzen for three. And just barely misses it. It was an in-and-out shot. Number 11, Henton. Driving up the court. Trying to go inside. Will McDonald with some great D. And it looks like they're going to call a foul on it. A shooting foul. On, I believe, Will McDonald. He did put his shoulder into him. And that's going to be two shots for Shelton Henton. Yeah, and Henton just does a great job of not only scoring on multiple levels, but finding his way into the paint and getting those uh, free throw shots. Game almost reminds me a little bit of uh, Luka Doncic with those step backs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Justin... And Henton drains his first of two. Subbing in now Michael McDonald for Seabrook.
quieting down. The Mercer Island student section is not getting as loud as they usually do. And the refs are trying to figure out if that point should count. I think they're trying to debate if he stepped over the line or not. All right, they're calling it good. Keeping, paying extra attention to his toe this time. And he bricks his second one. Layup is, I believe, recovered by number 35, Vinterlake. That would be Brady Diedrichson. And that's just not a lack of awareness, but just lack of reaction time from Larissa Ryland. You have to get all of those rebounds, especially when this Interlake team is just fighting for every possession. Henson with the ball. Looking for his brother to get open. Finds Tonin. Tonin to Littleman, number two. Henson driving up the middle and is blocked. Ryan Boyle just said, get out of my kitchen. You're not welcome here. And slapped that ball right out of bounds. Tonin out to number two, Henton. Henton driving up again. Out to Tonin. Tonin driving up for two. And Boyle again says, you're not welcome in my kitchen. Swats that ball over to Nick Maltone. Maltone to McDonald. McDonald to Michael McDonald. Now to Cruzen. Cruzen to Maltone. Passing back and forth. The Islanders are bobbing and weaving. Cruzen for three. And he drains it. Nothing but net. Putting the Islanders up 18 to 7, 15 left in the quarter. Number 11, Shelton Henton goes up and he, he gets the charge foul. Wow. He knocks over big man Maltone and Mercer gets the ball. That's a beautiful game by Mercer Island. Yeah. Talk about putting everything on the line during senior night. Will uh, Nick Maltone just taking a cruising, taking a rough the lead, play. calling a play right here for a little pick and roll action. It's a fake over to Maltone. Maltone for three. And he just barely misses it. Rebounded by number 11, Shelton. And that will conclude the first quarter of the game. Very exciting first quarter, 18 to 17. Justin, what do you think? To be honest, it was a battle out there. Everybody was making their shots, even the mid-ranges. And it was insane. The defense by Mercer Allen was fantastic. We made them retreat on the dribble a bunch. And especially because the seniors put everything on the line by taking charges. One thing I think Mercer Island might need to work on in the second quarter is putting a little bit more pressure on number 11, Shelton Henton. We didn't see Mercer Island throw any doubles on him, but I'd be curious to see if they were going to do that. Yeah, as we take this intermediary timeout for both teams, what do you guys think the coaches are saying in each of the huddles, especially with the game so close? I mean, right now you just got to play to your strengths. This Mercer Island team does an excellent job at ball movement and overall spacing. They've been running along the baseline and getting some nice inside passes. So I think they just need to keep doing what they're doing and provide a little bit more pressure on defense. Absolutely. And as the clock runs down, we have about nine seconds till the second quarter starts up for us. Looks like Mercer Island is keeping their lineup the same. As is Interlake for the most part now putting in number 14, John Ottaway, the junior guard. It's Mercer's ball. Will McDonald passing it in for the Islanders. McDonald to Cruzen. Cruzen now commanding his offense. Hands it off to Maltone. Maltone to Michael McDonald. Back to Boyle. Boyle out to McDonald for three. And he misses it. Picked up by Maltone and put in for two. Nick Maltone showing us what he's got as a big man, both shooting deep and getting up in that paint and getting a little bit physical. All right, 
Sheldon Hinton to Younger Hinton. Now to Tony. And Interlake loses the ball. Another case of the Butterfingers. That is wonderful defense by Mercer Allen, just putting so much pressure on Interlake. It's, it's honestly perfect. Absolutely, that's a perfect storm. You've got to put that pressure on him. And McDonald passes it into Cruising. That's definitely the Islanders' choice. Ball drive team right there. Cruising's always driving up. He's done a great job commanding the offense. Now he's looking around, finds McDonald in the corner. McDonald to Maltone, now in the paint. Drives up, step back for two. And it goes over, recovered by Interlick. Tonin now driving up the court. Tonin to number 23, Dolio. Dolio back to Tonin. Interlick is bobbing and weaving right now. Passes it inside to number two, Henton. Henton looking for a player on the inside. Wonderful and Michael speed. McDonald gets in between them. Driving up. And Will McDonald barely saves it. I believe they're going to call it out of bounds. Unfortunately, a little bit of an overpass right there, and it will be interlake ball. Missed opportunity there for the Islanders. They need to be capitalizing on every single fast break possession they get because this interlake team does not turn the ball over often. They are very clean with the ball handling. No, they do not. They're very dominant uh, on offense, especially with Tonin. Uh, he's dominating, definitely commanding them. But the Henson brothers have also been popping off. Pass intercepted by Will McDonald and popped up for two. Speaking of the devil, Benjamin, he stole the ball and completely capitalized on that fast break. Absolutely. Henton to Tonin. Tonin getting pinched. Doliov back to Tonin. Tonin up for two. And Boyle grabs the rebound. Boyle now charging up like a train to Kornblum. Kornblum makes a miss and puts it up for two. That is going on his highlight there. Number two, Henton now passes it to Tonin. Tonin out to Henton. Henton up for two, and he misses it, airballs it. Rebound is recovered by Doliov, and it's going to be jump ball. Mercer Island will get the ball now, I believe. Excuse me, Interlake is getting the ball now. Mercer Island's got to lock down. They're, they're getting pressed up in their own zone. Interlake bobbing and weaving, and another case of the Butterfingers. Boyle snags that right out of Interlake's hands. Boyle to McDonald. Back to Boyle. He finds Kornblum in the corner. Step back. Passes it inside to Boyle, and Boyle just loses it off the fingertips. It is currently 24-17. The Islanders with 5.45 left in the half. Guys, what do you think the game plan is going in to finish this half strong? Well, to be honest, right now, they've been looking pretty good. I mean, they've been passing around the perimeter. I honestly think that they're just trying to score and keep them contained on defense because they've been coming out with a bunch of steals, and it's really great for the Islanders. And speaking of steals, Michael McDonald just stole it from Shelton Henton. Pass it out to Cruzen. Cruzen out to Boyle for three. And he misses. Picked up by Tom in the interval. Tom now charging up the court. Pass it to Shelton Henton. Henton for three. And bricks it. Picked up by Mercer Island's Tristan Cruzen. Cruzen to Kornblum. Kornblum tries to step back for three. Passes it inside to Boyle. Boyle trying to body his way through. Out to Kornblum for three. And bricks it off the rim. Boyle grabs the ball back. Dribbles around and is looking. Finds Cruzen. Cruzen slowing it down, finding some space. Back to Boyle. Boyle to Michael McDonald. Back to Cruzen. Cruzen back to Boyle. Mercer Island's weaving it through, trying to tire out that interlake defense. Cruzen for three. And he drains it, nothing but net. Now a 10-point lead for the Mercer Island Islanders. 
And this is what Cruzan does so well, commanding the offense not only with his passes, but excellent three-point scoring. Tonnen with the ball, passes it to Ottaway. Ottaway to Henton. Henton driving up, passes it out to number 14, Ottaway. And Tonnen for three misses, bricks off the back and picked up by Cruzan. Cruzan charging up the court, passes it out to Will McDonald for three, and just misses it. Rebounded by number two, Henton, and passed over to Tonnen. It's tipped out of bounds by Will McDonald. And now we're subbing Nick Maltone in for Ryan Boyle. And Boyle's got to be happy with that little stint he had there, providing some life for Mercer Allen on defense. Couple nice rebounds and outlet passes. Absolutely. Henton now commanded the inner leg offense to his brother. Now over to number five, Kelly. Kelly goes up for two, and it's swatted down by the big man himself, Nick Maltone. Michael McDonald dribbling, passes it to Cruzen. Cruzen jumped for two, and tries to bank it, does not end up going in. Number two, Henton with the ball now. Charging up over to Tonin. Tonin with the ball. Out to Kelly. Kelly trying to drive up, shoots for two, and he bricks it. Picked up by Cruzen. Cruzen charging up the field, out to Will McDonald for three. And he misses again. Rebound. Fight, fought for and got by Interlake. They're calling it a travel in Interlake, and it'll be Mercer Island ball. The hustle game by Mercer Island is immaculate. Keep getting steals, diving for balls, getting every single rebound. It's wonderful basketball. Absolutely. We saw the great hustle there from Nick Matone just diving on it, and he, he knew right from the, from the second that it was a travel. Absolutely. Racking up those hustle points. Will McDonald for three, and he bricks it off the rim. Spencer Cromden tripping on the ground, and Kelly passes it out to Henton. Henton driving up for two. And he misses it, and it's tipped out of bounds by Interlake. So, Justin, you're talking about the hustle. Are you familiar with the term hustle points? Well, isn't it just coming off of fast breaks? So, yeah, hustle points are those guys who they get down and dirty. They're not worried about mm. scoring points for the team. They're worried about getting rebounds, getting steals, like Nick Melton putting his body on the line for his teammates. So, that's, yeah. a, that's a thing I used to hit on a lot as an underclassman. And Henton puts it up for two and misses. Picked up by Mercer Allen's Grayson Condor. Out to Nick Maltone. Maltone looking for somebody, and he steps out of bounds. Inner light ball. Rare error there for the Islanders. They don't get too many turnovers, but they are playing a game of risk with that ball moving across the baseline pretty much on every other play. I cannot agree more. Absolutely. Henton out to his brother. Number two, Henton goes up for two and is unable to pop it in. Popped up by Will McDonald, grabbed by Grayson Condor. Condor to Matone. Matone driving up the middle, passes it out to Cruzen. Cruzen now driving up, back out to Matone for three. And barely drains it, it dribbles out of the hoop, and picked up by Shelton Henton, number 11 of Interlake. Pass to his brother, back to Henton. Henton for two, and he gets it. Now putting the score 27-19. Mercer Island Islanders still up, but Interlake creeping up. Cruzen. Looking for an open teammate. Finds Will McDonald in the, in the center. McDonald to Condor. Condor to Maltone. Maltone for three again. This time, again, misses it. Picked up by number two, Henton. Henton to his brother, number 11, Henton. Back to Henton. Out to, I believe, number five, Kelly. Picked up by Cruzen. Cruzen driving for two. Pops it up and barely gets it in. Does not get it in. And it's popped up again by number four, Spencer Cornblum. 
Yeah, I think that was Nick Matone, but an excellent off-the-bank layup there. And I believe Henton tries to go for it. Will McDonald is able to grab the rebound. Pushing up with a minute 30 left in his half. Matone for two. And he bricks it. Great fight by Tristan Cruz and keeps it in bounds. Hornblum with the ball. Passes it to McDonald. McDonald to Cruz. Now Condor passing, bobbing and weaving again. Mercer Island still trying to tire out that inner lake defense. Cruzen now turning on the afterburner. Condor for three, and he bricks it off the bat. Picked up by number 11, Henson, who's taking it slow, driving it down, knowing that he has plenty of time left in this game. Henson trying to drive up, passes it to his brother. Henson to number 22 for three. Number 22, Burhanau, or Burhanu, excuse me. Drains a three, bringing the score up, 29-22, Mercer Island, and it looks like we're getting a shooting foul, and I believe Spencer Kornblum will take two for the Islanders. Not sure what the Saints were doing there. Kornblum was wide open on that corner for that corner three, and just a swarm of Saints defenders foul him. Absolutely. Justin, now as the clock winds down and the second, second half is going to come up on us real quick, what do you think the plan is for both teams going into the second half? You know, as Condon drains his first free throw right there. I'm going to get some subs from Mercer. Sorry, Justin. Continue. Mercer Island has completely possessed the game on the defensive half, coming out with many blocks, getting every single rebound, and preventing the lead from, you know, decreasing. But personally, at halftime, I do believe that Mercer Island's going to start making more of their shots. Absolutely. Condon, two for two on the free throws, bringing the score to 31-22. Condor getting a little physical on Henton. Now Tonin with the ball. Back to Bernie. Back to Tonin. Tonin looking for his friends. Henton for three. And he bricks it off the backside and it goes over. It's Islander ball with 21.3 seconds left in this half. It is a game of seconds. And Mercer Island's going to go into the second half, hopefully leading. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's been a good first half for the Islanders. They've found a way to force Shelton Henton to take these tough shots, and he's he's missed his last couple. Absolutely. They're putting a lot of pressure, tiring out that inner lake defense, and really putting a lot of pressure on their offense. Cruising with the ball now. Putting pressure on 22 Burnell. Caught up in a pick and roll. Seaver for three, and he drains it. And that will be the end of the first half. Islanders 34, Spartan, or Saints, excuse me, Saints 22. With a 12-point lead, Mercer Island has dominated the first half. Spencer Kornblum, the senior, arguing 16 points in the game. What do you guys have to say about oh, that? Oh, I mean, it was, a, it was a fabulous performance from Kornblum, star QB on the football field, but on this basketball court tonight, providing some life with those nice mid-range shots, and that was a very nice three there from uh from Seaver to end that first half. Mercer Island goes up 12, and they, they've got to like their odds right now. If you keep the defensive pressure going and liking the ball movement and spacing from Mercer Island so far, if they keep things rolling, they will walk out of here with the win. Absolutely, and what a great performance from the Islanders. And as halftime starts, it will be senior night for the cheerleaders, so we'll take a little bit of, little bit of a break and let you guys get back with us in just a couple minutes. Hi, this is Dr. Fred.
AMIH Mercer Island 889 The Bridge. Thank you guys for tuning in to this Mercer Island Islanders versus Interlake Saints game. We are just wrapping up halftime. Right now the Islanders are up 12 points and look who we've got on the mic. Seb, MIH is very young. Seb Gonzalez. Seb, how you doing? Good. How are you guys feeling? Feeling all right. All right. We, we saw you down there for the first half. What was the student stash, section like? Oh, the student section, it was electric. Only complaint is that it's a little too hot down there. Oh, kind of yeah. worked up yeah. a sweat. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Screaming, shouting. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely need some AC going on in this gym. I know. And definitely up here in this little booth. It's a little bit hot up oh, here yeah. as well. But, uh -huh. hey, that's just what you get. Senior night, great atmosphere. Absolutely. Happy to be here. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the, the players right now wish there was some AC or some fans yes. going yep. on. They've got to be completely gassed, giving it their all on senior night and looking forward to the second half. Yep. Yeah, the pace of this game too has been really up and down lately. There's been a couple scoring droughts I've noticed from both sides. Yeah. Um, but the Islanders looking good here. I hope the Islanders can keep up the amazing defense that they've been playing in the first half. So... Let's see if they can actually fix up the offense, too, and then maybe we can get an even bigger lead. All right. Ball inside. Stolen by Interlake. It's Shelton Henton driving inside, weaving past, and a nice pass there to Clark Tonin with the easy layup. Yeah, running this up-and-down pace. Interlake's looking to get fast-break opportunities close to the rim. Their offense isn't that good, so it makes it a whole lot easier to get out in transition and run when the floor is open. Yeah, speaking of running, look at the little Euro step there from Shelton Henton, finishing with a nice scoop layup. Now, as, as for the Islanders, probably looking to slow it up, get a couple good offensive possessions oh, yeah. here. Interlakes come out with two big buckets to open up this half. Yeah, Matone hesitating inside, gives it up to Boyle, and Boyle looking for Cruzen out on the three-point line. Cruising back to Boyle. Boyle hesitates and goes inside. Wonderful. Nice little pump fake and easy layup to open the scoring for the Islanders in the second half. It's a fantastic layup for Mercer Island. That takes a lot of knowledge to be able to pull that off. Now Clark Tonin to number five, Robert Kelly. And it's all the way back to Shelton Henton. No look three right there. And it's a no good rebound. Matone, Matone running with it. Off to Cruzen. Now Cruzen looking to slow things down. Manhas back to Cruzen. Now to Boyle on the elbow. A nice little pass inside for Cruzen, weaving his way around the basket. Uh, tough finish right there by Tristan Cruzen, getting in the paint, starting with the jump shot, kind of rise and turn around fader. Yeah, Cruzen's had a nice scoring night. Eight points so far. Now Tenton. Working on McDonald, step back and a tough Ooh. shot. That looked like a deep two, maybe a three, but either way, that is a tough basket there. Yeah, ruled as a deep two, so not too big of a hit for the Islanders, but just like you were saying, a very tough shot, very impressive make. Looks like the Saints stepped up the game from the first half, especially on the offensive end. Yeah, Matone trying to take a, something out of Henton's playbook. No good on the step back three. Now it's Tonin working with the ball. Tonin off to Dante Henton. And it looks like now the back. Islanders here are just manning up. Oh, wow. It's a tough three-pointer for Interlake. Yeah, Interlake gets the friendly bounce. They cut it to a seven-point game. And some aggressive defense. Matone inside is no good. Rebound Max Berhanu. 
And the Islanders struggling offensively here. Defensively, it hasn't been the best either, but definitely better on the defensive end. Henson to Henson, good for three. Saints are making a little bit of a run. They cut it down to a four-point game now. Mercer Island looking to call a timeout. And they will. Yeah, and everything's clicking for the Saints right now. I'm curious, guys, what does Mercer Island need to do to stop this momentum shift? Honestly, I truly do believe that the Islanders are a better team than this Interlake team just from watching down there. You can kind of hear the fans chirping. I don't know. Um, just like Interlake, they're not hitting their shots too much. So if the Islanders slow this game down, get really high-quality offensive possessions, I think they'll be able to hit their shots. I do feel like that Mercer Island should start shooting more from the perimeter because we've been knocking them down in the first half. And what we've been doing is we're driving in the paint and missing shots. But our defense does need to step up, does need to step up the game. Absolutely. And as you said, Justin, like when Mercer Island is on offense, yeah, I mean, let, let, let them shoot it from three. Mercer Island kind of stagnant on offense in this third quarter, so hoping to switch it up in the rest of this game. And yeah, what I've really liked from the Islanders and what has seemingly worked for them is a lot of outside motion, um, kind of five out, or they're going to have their center, looks like Ryan Boyle, at the top of the key and the high post, and they're kind of going to run the motion through him. So what he's going to do is he's going to screen kind of, so the, the four perimeter offensive players, um, all are guards, and so what they're going to do is they're going to pass and cut, and then Ryan Boyle is just going to find a, find a way to set screens, slip to the rim, and get easy looks. I think if they keep a good motion offense, that this interlake defense is not that, um, like, sounds, and that they'll be able to get really easy buckets. Absolutely. Boyle could certainly be the X factor in the second half. Inbound is for Mercer Island. Seaver Langtote passing it to Yoshi Manhas. Manhas to McDonald. Back out to Boyle on that three-point arc. Now to the other McDonald. Off to Langtote. Boyle hesitating. Will McDonald driving inside. Passes it out to Manhas. Manhas. And now it's Boyle driving inside. Mercer Island's got to shoot it. McDonald is no good from two, but rebound by Ryan Boyle. Mercer Island has an extra 30 seconds. Big offensive board there by Ryan Boyle. It was good offensive possession for the Islanders. Good defense by Interlake, but big time offensive rebound. And Will McDonald, no hesitation there. And he drains that three-pointer to start the scoring for Mercer Island. Crucial points there. Now Henton driving on Michael McDonald. Hesitates a little bit. Looks like it's going to be a timeout there from the Saints. They're looking to just talk things over. Nice defense there from the Islanders, just swarming Henton. Time winding down in this third quarter. And I think the Islanders are looking really good here. Obviously, the Saints went on their run. Um, as you can hear, it's an electric environment in here on senior night. I'm having a little bit of difficulty hearing myself, to be honest. Oh, yeah. um, but the Islanders still up by a fair margin. They've kind of gotten into the flow of the game now, four minutes into the third quarter. I think they'll be okay for the rest of this game, and I would expect to see the point differential just grow and grow. Absolutely. All about just that, keeping that flow of the game, not letting the Saints get any crazy momentum swings. Mercer Island will have to play some critical defense as the Saints have it inside. Right back to Henton, fighting for the offensive rebound. But it's picked up by Michael McDonald. Now it's Monhaas running with it on the break. Monhaas gives it to Langtote. Langtote to Michael McDonald. 
And McDonald playing the slow game. Now back to Will McDonald. Boyle to Monhaas. Back to Will McDonald who drives and absolutely blows by Max Berhanu for the quick and easy layup. Eight point lead for the Islanders. MI gets the double on Henton. Now it's off to Clark Tonin. Now to Little Henton who gets a nice pass. That's a deep two and it's a no good for the Saints. Michael McDonald running with it now to Will McDonald now. Monhaus drives baseline, spins around. He's going to get called for the travel. I, uh, Islanders turn it over. Now it's off to Interlake. And it looks like the Islanders are coming out here in a 1-2-2 full court trap. Looking to really turn up the pressure here on the Saints. And I think it'll work pretty well as the Saints. It's really only um, 11 for the Saints. Sorry, I forgot his name. Um, who's really their only offensive threat here. Nice spin move there from Tonin, and he nets that off the backboard. It looked like Mercer Allen had that defense, the defensive possession secured, but no, Interlake with a fantastic layup. Mercer Allen playing along that three-point arc. It's Seaver Langto driving inside, kicks it out to McDonald, who is no good from that three-pointer attempt. Looks like it's going to be a foul. Mercer Allen will be headed for an inbounds pass now. Yeah, just a great hustle play there by Yoshi Monos. I know from personal experience, he's scrappy on those offensive boards and defensive boards. And he's a tough dude too. He's kind of he's kind of smaller on the smaller end, but he's quick and he's feisty. Key point guard Oliver Bellin, the senior, is back into this game now. Boyle running with it. Michael McDonald kicks it out. Three-pointer is no good. Looked like Mercer Allen wanted a fa foul call on that one. Double on Henton. Now it's on Tonin. Tonin kicks it out. 4-3 is no good from Dante Henton. Nice rebound from the Islanders. Yoshi Monhas running with it. Monhas swarmed by the Saints defenders. Now Boyle working his way into the paint. Now back to Boyle. Nice out pass there. And a wide open Michael McDonald shoots it. No good for three. And it'll be interesting to see what the Islanders come off of. They're not pressing right now. They're not in their trap, but they seem to be double teaming uh, Henton whenever he gets the ball. Here comes the double again. Has to kick it out. Number 35, no good. Nice hustle there from the Islanders. They've got a three on one. Oliver Bellin with the spin move. Michael McDonald's a layup. Wonderful reverse layup. And the finish. Islanders take it back to eight. And that's just beautiful transition right there by the Islanders. Yoshi Manos kicking it all off with the offensive or defensive rebound. Now Clark Tonin pulls for three. Yeah. And Next deep, that one. Deep three-pointer from Interlake. Yeah, that was a tough shot there. Saints cut it down to five. And now we've gotten a, a little bit of a back-and-forth game. Both teams doing well from beyond the three-point arc. Yeah, it's been interesting. The Saints have been uh, able to cut down into this deficit throughout the second half so far. Islanders are still up by five, and I think they'll be okay. However, Henton and now the rest of the same squad is starting to pick it up. Ever since the beginning of the second half, it's only been a two-possession game. 
even though the Mercer Islanders are playing fantastic. Yeah, Islanders playing well on both ends of the court, but the Interlake Saints are just chipping away slowly at that lead. They've kept it within two possessions for a while now, and you know, anything could happen in this fourth quarter, especially on senior night. So it'll be an interesting finish for sure. Now it's Mercer Island with the ball. Yoshi Manhas gives it to Bellin. Now Bellin to Michael McDonald. McDonald hesitating back to Oliver Bellin, calling for a screen. And now Boyle looking for Michael McDonald. Now back to Boyle. Working his way along there. Mid-range shot from Monhaas is good with 43 seconds in his third quarter. Student section is going wild over that three-pointer. Once again, there was the double on Henton. Guarded by Langtote. Looks like we've got a foul. Yoshi Monhaas was looking for the charge call there. But it'll be Shelton Henton heading to the line. He's leading the Saints with 15 points and hoping to add a couple more at the free throw line. And just to go back a couple plays there to the Mercer Island offensive possession. Beautiful offense right there by the Islanders, especially off ball. You can see all of their guards are cutting around Boyle as the centerpiece. Yoshi right there was able to knock down the nice midi for two. However, on the other end, they're having a difficult time. Um, stopping number 11, Shelton Henson, as they're bringing a double to him every single time, but he's still putting in the work offensively. Yeah, this game almost reminiscent of the Islanders' last matchup against the Saints, where Mercer Island was able to hold Shelton Henson to 17 points. Now, that seems like a lot, but for Shelton Henson, that was actually his third uh, lowest scoring output of the season, so just goes to show how much of a threat he is on offense. Yeah, and unfortunately for the Islanders, they won't be able to repeat that performance as he knocks down the free throw yeah. to go up to 18. Cruzan now leading the charge for the Islanders. Under 30 seconds to go in this third quarter. Four-point game right now. Langto, the seniors want it right now. Kornbloom back to Langto. Now to Cruzan. Cruzan holds on to it. 10 seconds to go. Cruzen. Now it's Bellin driving. Fadeaway is good. Big bucket right there by Oliver Bellin. And Henton's shot is a no good to wrap that thing up. And now it's a six point game heading into this fourth quarter. We've got Joe Schleifer back on the mic. How you doing, Joe? I'm back. Oh, I'm doing great. Got a cool off in the studio. Much cooler there than it is in here. It is toasty. Oh, yeah. Up in Pepper Pavilion. Uh, it's looking good for the Islanders. Uh, obviously, Interlake is catching up, but I feel like if we get back into that group we've always had, get back into our teamwork, having guys like Cruz and Ramaltone leading that offense and leading the defense, we're going to be successful no matter what. Having guys who have been here, those veterans who know the game, know this team because they've played these guys for a while now, putting those guys in and using them to their just absolute potential Absolutely. is what's going to win us the game. Obviously, still got a quarter left. Anything can happen. Only a six-point game. But if Mercer locks in, it could go their way. Same thing with Interlake. If Interlake's able to get in that group and not consistently have these issues that have been plaguing them throughout the game for both the girls and guys with passes going by, missing shots, not finishing. If they get on top of that, they have just as good of a chance as anybody else. Absolutely. This has been a back-and-forth game. Mercer Island ahead by six right now as this third quarter break wraps up. We will head into the fourth quarter on senior night. 
such a critical moment as Mercer Island. Three seniors in right now, Langtote, Cornbloom, and Belland, joined by Cruzen and Michael McDonald. Off to Interlake. It's Tonnen trying to find Shelton Henton. Defended, there comes the double right away. Cornbloom defending right now. Back to Henton, who drives inside and gets the tough, tough yeah. shot there. Henton's absolutely using his size to his advantage. We've seen this throughout the game, charging through the center and really staying in the paint for most of his shots. He is he can be a long shooter, but using his size at 6'5 is just unstoppable. Now, Michael McDonald, a little bit, a little bit of an Olajuwon spin move there. Now, Kornblum, he's at his favorite place, the mid-range. Bellin tries to find Kornblum. It's stolen by Interlake, and they're going to slow things down, finding Shelton Henton. Third pass here. And off to the corner is Little Henton driving inside, and he's going to get pick up the foul. Looks like Michael McDonald was looking for the charge there. Refs are not going to call that one, so it'll be Dante Henton heading to the free throw line. He's having a solid performance, six points on the night. Absolutely. I mean, Dante and Shelton have both a similar and different play style. When they're deep, they're shooting very similar. They like that back corner. They like staying away from people. They like kind of distancing themselves and tricking you into thinking that they're in a situation that oh, they're yeah. not comfortable with. Once it gets in the paint, Dante's a little less confident since he's a smaller guy. He can't charge as much. So if we force him inside into the paint and pinch him, there's nothing he can really do to combat that. Absolutely. Cruzen running with it. Finds Cornbloom on the outside. Now to McDonald. Cruzen hesitates from three. Drives inside. The layup is no good. Rebound and a foul there from Cruzen. A little bit of too much of a reach in and a shove there from Cruzen, who is not happy with that last play. And Cruzen having a solid performance tonight. It'll be interesting to see how the Saints kind of draw this up with the double team they're knowing is coming at Henton, how they're going to use the other players around him to best support their offense. Full court pressure from the Islanders and a wide open Dante Henton drives on the baseline. Nice pass and the layup is no good there from Clark Tonin. Now Mercer Island pushing the pace now slowing it down is Will McDonald. Kornbloom, top of the key. He wants to find Cruzen. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Seaver drives left. Kicks it out for Will McDonald. Fade away, turn around is... What a shot. Oh, what a shot. Beautiful mid-range post game right there by Will McDonald. Beautiful fade away. Get him a free from uh, Shenton's long frame. Stolen by Cruzen but they're going to call a foul. Mercer Island student section not happy with that call. I was looking pretty closely. The refs wanted to call a, uh, a reach-in, but yeah, I didn't really see anybody near him that was not on his team. Yeah, it looked like Cruzen was kind of just yeah. pestering his way in there, and he's had such a great presence on defense for the Islanders. Absolutely. He's very dominant, very aggressive, so refs like these are going to call some more of those eh, uh, fouls on him. Behind the back pass wow. Wow. Uh, aimed at uh, Bernahu and uh, is unable to find him, goes out of bounds. Michael McDonald passing in for the Islanders. Yeah. And just undisciplined play right there by the Saints. As the second half has gone on, the double team always comes to Henson. He makes the right move. 
swinging it one more to the wing. The wing player just couldn't make up his mind on what to do. It's Kornblum hesitates, looking for the mid-range shot. Now to Michael McDonald. McDonald passes it out to Will McDonald. Now to Langtote. Back to Cruzen. He's got to find a shot. Cruzen working inside, trying to find the foul, and he does. Excellent play there for Cousin, finding his way to the free throw line with five minutes to play. Yeah, I mean, that was a game of seconds right there. Corey the entire time was saying, hurry up, hurry up, guys. Shoot the ball, get the rebound, because they were pulling it close. The ball didn't get out, get out of Cruzen's hands until two seconds left on the shot clock, which is still time, but not enough. So Mershon really needs to up the pace. Even though we still have a six-point lead, we got to up the pace. Charge, punch the reel. We got five minutes left in this ball game. The more we can hurt the Interlake squad, the better. Because they're strong right now. They're able to push us on defense. They're able to move us around a bit. We're still the better team right now. But anything could happen. The way that they're able to drive the ball on us is concerning for the Mercer Island defense. Two big free throws there from Cruzen. Now Interlake pushing the pace, playing very aggressive, maybe a little too careless with the ball as the they immediately turn it over. And yet and again, another case of the Butterfingers. And honestly, a really good game plan here by Islanders head coach Gavin Cree. We know that um, Henson's the only threat. We're coming with the double every time, making the other players on the Saints beat us, and clearly they're unable to. Cruzen calls for a switch. Now it's Will McDonald back to Cruzen on the three-point arc. Cruzen drives inside, looking for a foul, does not get it stolen by Interlake. Dante Henton finds his brother way outside on the three-point. Here comes the double. And now Tonin. They find Robert Kelly inside. Kelly just throws that one off of Cedar Langtote, and it'll be it'll stay Interlake Saints ball with 16 seconds on the shot clock. Now Dante Henton once again finds his brother. Shelton looking okay. for options, drives right, right-handed layup is good. And you saw there that the double team broke early for the Islanders. Henton gets the look that he wants, one-on-one at the top of the key. He's going to take that every single time, regardless if it's the right move or not, because he is the Saints' number one player. Looks like Gavin Cree wants to change things up with four minutes, ten seconds to go. We've got a five-point game. What do the Islanders need to change up in these last couple minutes? I think as far as defensively goes, I think the game plan is good here for the Islanders. Force the ball out of Henton's hands and just make these other kind of less disciplined, smaller um, interlake players try to win the game for them. Uh, Joe, do you want to get offensively what the Islanders should do? I believe the, uh, the Islanders offensively need to turn their game a, a little bit, get a little bit more aggressive. Not going for those long shots like I love to preach. Stay conservative in the fourth quarter. Gain those small wins. Twos, step back twos, inside the paints, layups. Anything that gets points on the board to get, build that gap, make your margin a little bit bigger, that's what you got to do. If you can shoot threes consistently and make them, that's great. But once you get this late in the game, you get tired, you get sloppy. So staying a little bit more conservative, staying with those layups and those short in the paint shots is going to help us a lot more than going for these crazy awesome looking threes. Yeah, Mercer Island has been a great fourth quarter team all season. Boyle stifled, finds Monhas for a wide open Langto. Nets it from three. I take back what I said. Seaver can shoot threes all night if he wants. That was from way downtown. Now Mercer Island playing with that full court pressure. Dante Henson driving left. Kicks it out to Robert Kelly. Left open is no good. 
but re offensive rebound from Tonin. That's a nice little fadeaway inside. Puts the lead down back to six. And you can see her, at least on that inbounds pass for the Islanders' offensive possession. Interlake's now coming out with their own trap. Let's see if they keep it up here. Now Boyle to Will McDonald. Langto calling for a screen way outside. Gives it up. Now it's Boyle working with it. Finds Cruzen. Tries to drive left on Dante Henton. Looking for Will McDonald and stolen by Henton. Dante Henton. Now to Robert Kelly, who finds Shelton Henton. He's got 22 on the night. Double comes, and back to his little brother. And the layup is no good, but Dante Henton draws the foul, and he'll be headed for two free throws. I mean, at this point in the game, it's going to come down to which team's more disciplined. And right now, Mercer Island is struggling. They got a lot of fouls. I think, I believe, 21 on the game so far. Uh, that's a lot. So Mercer Island's going to work on their discipline. The more disciplined they can be, getting the ball, aiming for just the ball. If you get in someone's face like that and you miss the ball, they're going to be disoriented. These guys, I'll give it to them. They're good at shooting through pressure. But with enough pressure comes a lot of stress as a shooter. So when you're, once you're able to put that pressure, hand in the guy's face, slap the ball, or even just distract them enough to miss a shot and get the rebound, that's what they got to do. They can't be going for these big slaps that are going to end up drawing a foul. Second free throw is no good. Mercer Allen has it on the other end. Boyle hesitating and looking. Finds a wide open Langtote. His three is no good. But it looked like there might have been some contact. And that was a beautiful offensive set right there by the Islanders. I think, honestly, if I was uh, head coach Gavin Cree, I'd run that again. There was a backside pick to get Seaver Langto wide open from three. Interlakes totally focused on the ball, wherever it is, and they're sloughing in playing a lot of help defense so if you can get a backside screen like they, the Islanders just did there that's a wide open three point yeah. opportunity. Mercer Island inbound to Matone who's now checked in into this game. Matone working with it. Passes it out to Langtote. Langtote to Boyle. Boyle right inside to Matone. Looks like the Saints are going to get called for the foul and it'll be Seaver no it'll be Tristan Cruzen going for that inbounds pass. He's been one of the key distributors in this game so far. Absolutely. And as the clock winds down, we only got 2.20 left in the game. With this, it's going to be turning into a lot more of a chess game. Who can run out the clock the most, Absolutely. waste the most amount of time, and still get points on the board? Mercer Island, I believe, is going to be better at this. We've seen it all season. They're able to get that clock wound down about five seconds, and then they make the shot, and that's usually their game plan in the fourth quarter. Interlake, they're less sure with their fourth quarter. I've seen both them rush it and keep it slow like Mercer, so we'll see what they do tonight. Obviously, since they're down, they're going to be charging, but that could be detrimental to their end goal. Yeah, Cruzen taking his time. And now Boyle. Size mismatch right there. Oh, yeah. Ryan Boyle. Boyle's got the nice matchup. Kicks it out to Cruzen, who drives right inside and gets the and one layup over Robert Kelly. That's They're, just just pure muscle right pure, there. Yeah, exactly dogging. what you said. Very strong take right there by Tristan Cruzen. He tucks away the ball almost like a football, or pretty much like a football player would carry it. Like imagine a running oh, yeah. back going through Absolutely. the hole. Tucks it away, nice and safe, able to kind of give a little nudge with his body, get that right hand open, and finish the floater. Yeah, Joe, you guys might have to recruit him for next season. He's a might be a good running back. 
Um, that and, might work for basketball, but size-wise, <laughs> yeah. uh, I would be concerned for him. Now it's Henson. His layup is no good. Rebound, Boyle. Put him on receiver, though. He's, oh, he yeah. Hops. He is quick. Cruising out now has it. Boyle, top of the key. He's trying to find Matone. Now Cruising driving. Finds a wide open Langtoe corner. Feed. Nothing but net. Lead is 11 for the Islanders. Liber Interlake now needs everything they can get. Langtoe now with nine points on the game. How about the defensive hustle there and honestly, from Seaver? Honestly, you love to see it after Seaver hit that three. A big old grin ear to ear. <laughs> love to see that on his senior night. I know it's been an up and down season for him, so this is definitely a high for him to have a great senior night. Yeah, Interlake somehow gets the rebound. Pass from Dante Henton is good to Clark Tonnen, who nails the layup with just over a minute to go. Now it's the fouls. Yeah, now the Saints are going to have to play the foul game. And it looks like the Saints could be... Uh, I believe maybe the Mercer Island's going to get two on this yeah, one. Yeah, Mercer Island in the double bonus, so they're going to get two shots for every foul that the Saints commit. This game is pretty much all, all over. All wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, Mercer Island just needs to hit their free throws. They've been doing a good job at that. Cruising. Ooh, wow. A jinx now, right there. Now, yeah, now well, there's jinx right there. <laughs> with a minute left in the game and only nine-point difference. It could be – it's up to who has the most hustle left in them. Mercer Island's got to defend. I mean, if anything, Interlakes has a slight advantage mentally. They're just going to go attack, attack, attack. Absolutely. Mercer Island now has to worry about both scoring and defending as much as they can. Yeah, full court pressure from the Islanders. Pass is caught by Dante Henson now. Finds his brother who has to pull from three. His shot is good. Huge three for Shelton Henton, cutting the lead down to seven with 55 seconds. That was not what the Islanders needed. Yeah, kind of a communication collapse on the Islanders' end on the inbound pass as they double-team Henson off the inbound. Ryan Boyle was trying to face guard and make sure he didn't get a catch. They had Will McDonald over the top, making sure he couldn't go deep. He still ended up getting the catch. He hit it's a big three-pointer right there. However, I'm not too phased. We're still looking at a seven-point game with 50 seconds left, or oh, yeah. 55 seconds left. Excuse me. You never know if those five seconds are going to change anything. That's true. Um, yeah, Mercer Island is a, is a pretty solid free-throw team overall. So if they can nail down those shots from the from the strike, they'll be uh, looking pretty good. Yeah, they got to lock in right now. It's the fourth quarter, fourth quarter. This is what Kreese, both coaches on both teams are saying. Fourth quarter mentality. Finish strong. Fight till the end. In football, our coaches tell us to fight to the death, and that's true in every sport. You have to leave it all out. You have to be, at the end of the game, just want to just lie down on the floor and go to sleep. Because if you don't go all out in the fourth quarter, you're going to end up costing your team the game. And both Mercer Island and Interlake are going to have to do that. Both of these teams, you should be seeing them crawling off, off the court tonight, ready to go to bed already. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. They're thankful that it's Friday and there's no school tomorrow. Um, ball is in... Kornblum will take the inbounds from the baseline. Trying to find Matone. They will try to foul. And looks like the Saints do get the foul. Couple seconds off the clock. Looks like Kornblum heads to the line for two. Yeah, Kornblum. I believe he is leading the Islanders in scoring with 16 points. Had an excellent first half, but 
has been pretty silent in the second half so far. Yeah, the first half was electric by Cornblum. I, I feel like he has 19 because when I was watching, he, it's 16 on the board, yeah. but when I was watching, they didn't count one of his threes. They gave it to somebody else. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? I, I think... <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I think Spencer's good for 20 right now. Absolutely. You know? I agree. And there is someone taking notes on paper. So once once the stats are up in uh, max preps, we'll, we'll see the truth. We will see. Kornblum's second shot is two good. Two for two. Big free throw. And Henson, Henson breaking away. Yeah, Henson running with it. He's got to find a shot. Hesitating now. Finds Robert Kelly. Back to Clark Tonnen, whose three is no good. Rebound, Will McDonald, who gets it to Kornblum. No one there for Interlake, and now they foul, or do they? Yes, they foul with 32 oh. seconds. Large chunk of time off the clock, and that was a huge break for the Islanders. That's definitely a game plan decision right there. They're trying to stop the clock in hopes that they're going to miss the free throws. Uh, personally, I don't believe that's the greatest game plan right now. It is a 10-point lead. There's 30 seconds left on the clock. At this point, try to keep your dignity and close the gap as much as possible. And there's still a slight chance they could get ahead with 30 seconds. But if you keep doing that, stuff like that, fouling out, you run the risk of allowing teams like Mercer Island, who are great shooters, to get easy points. Yeah, right now it is just desperation mode for the Saints. Nine-point game, and you can hear the MIHS band. They are pumped. And I think a really interesting insight about this game has honestly been not what's been going on on the floor, but the head coaching job by both these coaches. Honestly, as far as coaching goes, I don't know too much about it. I've played basketball pretty much throughout my life, so I have a good kind of handle on what's going on. But I've been really impressed with Scott Didrickson, the head coach for these Saints. He's, he's taken a pretty, albeit trying to be nice, and a pretty untalented team and played a pretty talented uh, Islanders team down to the wire. They've had some beautiful offensive sets that were run through uh, Henson. But I just don't think they simply have the ball players to keep up with the Islanders' explosiveness. Kornblum passes it in to Matone. Now back to Kornblum, and he's fouled with just under 30 seconds to go. He'll be headed back to the free throw line. And yeah, this one looking like it is all wrapped up right now. If Mercer Island can hold on, they will move to 12 and 7 on the season and 6 and 4 in the conference, which will essentially lock them into a playoff spot and these fouls that are stopping the clock are going to hurt Interlake more than it's going to help them leaving them with 30 seconds on the clock and Mercer Island has a chance if Spencer's going to Spencer could purposely miss this one to get Mercer Island the ball and rebound it and waste the clock out and he looks like he might have tried to get it but bounces off that front rim in 10 point game now but by, by the way that the Mercer Island defense has been playing I don't believe that 28.7 seconds is going to be enough for Interlake to drive down and score. I think it's going to take them the full 30 seconds to even get the ball to the hoop. This is a very aggressive Mercer Island defense. They've been getting a number of steals and just hustle plays throughout this game. So going to be tough for the Saints to get it all the way down the court. I'm coming. Oh, my God. You can see Ryan Boyd's a little instigator out on the court, putting his head into <laughs> Do you the... want an instigator right yeah. there? <laughs> Tell him how you can't pass that. That's how he is on the football field, too. It's the most entertaining thing of all time. And, like, going fast. Yeah, Henson. Dante Dun puts it up for two. Nice shot there, mid-range. And 
that was what the Saints needed. You either need a quick two or a kick out three, and they got the quick two with 22 seconds on the clock. It's going to be Mercer Island ball, and here's where you go into the strategic mode. Cree's going to tell him, guys, great game. I know you want to score some more, but we have a lead now, and we have 30 seconds on the shot clock. Run the clock down, walk away with the win. There's no one, individual score point-wise, no one's breaking any records tonight. No one's going to get an offer based off how many points they score this game. And with only an eight-point lead and 22 seconds left, they just got to run the clock out, take the win, yeah. walk away with their heads high. This would be a great win for the Islanders. Obviously, it is senior night, but also Mercer Island coming off of two straight losses, close ones at that. So this would be a great uh, rebound game for the Islanders as they start to wrap up this regular season. Also a great thing for their ego as they go and get ready to play Bellevue. Certainly. Inbound is in. Matone fumbles it, and it's the Saints' ball. Matone just gets swarmed by two interlake defenders, and it'll be Tonin on the inbound, not what the Islanders needed, and and the Interlake subbing in their offensive threats as well during that dead ball possession. Possible travel right there. Yeah, Sheldon Henty. Wow. Are you kidding me? Fade away three-pointer with two Mercer Islanders just draped on them right there. <laughs> and another timeout by Interlake. 15 seconds left. Mercer Island's going to get the ball. If they don't hold on to this and try to score, it might be the worst basketball IQ moment of all time. Oh, they need man. to hold on to the ball. Yeah, I, I'm completely and utterly speechless by that shot there by Henton. I thought it was a huck up. It was a bad shot. Me too. Oh, yeah. For another offensive possession or something, even though it's 15 seconds left. I know that there's no video and you guys are just listening to us, but pretty much what Henton did is he caught it. He took two large step backs off the, off the catch behind the three-point line, one foot fade away. Probably like a foot or two behind the three-point line at the top of the key and just drains it. Yeah. I've never, I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen anything like that before. That was super impressive. Absolutely wild. He's been dogging. He's he, been dogging. He is just a scoring machine. He had 45 points earlier in the season. He's had seven games with 30 or more and 28 points tonight for for the junior. He's an incredible athlete, and he's shown us his, his shooting expertise all night. His He's been able to finish almost every time. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he is a, an asset, and Interlake, Interlake better hold on to him because their team is going to rely on him heavily next Absolutely. year as a senior. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing if, if Shelton Henton gets some college offers because he is, he is an absolute you know, scoring machine and great athlete all around. Now 15 seconds to go. It is Cornbloom on the inbound. A lot of pressure from Interlake. Ball is fumbled again. But a foul is called, and almost another mini disaster yeah, for the geez. Islanders. A little looks bit like of that, a collision right there. Yeah, honestly, it looks like that pass was a little too hot to handle for uh, Will McDonald cutting into it. Kind of an interesting couple of mishaps. I know um, I've been watching the Islanders throughout the course of the season, and one weakness I think that they have that could possibly uh, kind of be exposed during playoff time is their inbounds. They've kind of struggled on them. Um, the Bellevue game, the Glacier Peak game, when pressure is applied to them, it tends to kind of throw them off for a loop, and it's, it's kind of looking like the same here. Granted, I don't think it'll change the outcome of this game, but it is definitely something to make note of. Yeah, McDonald misses the first free throw. 
Now Boyle trying to go in for that rebound. Second free throw is good. Nice bounce there. Henton running with it. Boyle falls down there. And Henton pulls from three. No good. Rebound from his little brother Robert Kelly's three is no good. Finally, Mercer on fighting for the rebound. Cornblum gets that it. That is game! And that will do it. Mercer Island walks out with a win, 67-61 on senior night. And that is a huge momentum shift for this Islanders. Fabulous game. Now, guys, I'm curious, who was your player of the game in this one? Honestly, though, I've only been up here for a half, so you guys might have a different player of the game. But as far as that went, Will McDonald did some really big shots in the third quarter, looking really nice from the mid-range, just making sure he hood up, held off that ball. Yeah, Mercer Allen just, they did what they got to do. They had a great lead earlier on in the game, lost it, but were able to keep it, keep it going, finish strong. Obviously, it's not not about how you start. We saw how they started. Interlake started behind by a lot, and they were able to creep creep up behind, able to get back into it. So Mercer Island did end up finishing strong. They could have played a little bit better for an 11 and 17 compared to a 10 and 18. It's only one game game winner loss difference, but the fact that it was so close down to the wire really shows that Mercer Island has a couple things to work on as they move into playoffs. Yeah, this is a gritty team. They know how to win close games, and that strength will hopefully carry over into the playoffs. Mercer Island, they will be heading to Juanita in a couple days, and they'll wrap up the season on the road versus Bellevue. Justin, Beanstalk, any last thoughts for the game? To be honest, that's just a wonderful game by Mercer Island. A little bit of fumbling in the end, but we still came out with the win. I think the seniors had a bunch of fun. Um... Interlake played fantastic, especially at the end of the fourth quarter. I think everything about this game was very entertaining. The student section was loud. They were rowdy. They were cheering for all the seniors. There were a bunch of chants for Yoshi. It was it was just a wonderful game. Yeah, great atmosphere on senior night. Once again, thank you for joining us on this senior night for Mercer Island boys basketball and girls basketball earlier. Thank you for tuning in to 88.9 The Bridge, and we'll see you next time for more conversation that spans generations.